Hello and welcome to the final Christmas edition of Dear Sparrows podcast. Um, So this is the final one of our intentional Christmas series and it's been all kind of building up to this and I'm really excited to share this with you. But first I gotta share something kind of funny, always, right? So I was supposed to go, so I'd been invited to go with a small group to go tacky lights and they had made these plans a while ago and I know a few people there um, I don't know all of them super well, so that was already kind of a strike, and then I thought I was going to have other plans, and then I didn't. This got canceled, so I suggested Monday night to my small group of friends, um, different small group, but bad word choice there, to my close friends that we go tacky lights. So we're driving over there, and we park at this one house. It's kind of a walkthrough house. And we get out, and for some reason, out of all of the homes and all of the city of Richmond and all of the places that we could possibly park, we park right behind that small group. And they're all like, Callie, wait, you said you had plans. I swear, guys, I can't get away with anything. So, it makes for the most awkward moment in history. I don't know, actually, that's not true. I've had a lot more awkward moments than that. But that's how my luck goes, is we're parked right behind the small group that I had said I couldn't come to. So, that's awkward. And then half of them wouldn't make eye contact with me. So, I think they hate me. My friends were laughing about it, but whatever it is what it is so that's your funny embarrassing story of the week from me so anyway intentional christmas so step one be intentional about how you manage your plans and make sure they do not um run into other plans that you canceled on right no um so really we're talking about today about being intentional um this christmas season has been so blessed it's weird and just a kind of a personal truth I was really struggling about a month ago about Christmas coming I just did not want it to come I just didn't know if I could handle all of the Christmas season alone and where I've been lately and one of my friends was praying for me and she shared that um that God had told her that God wanted to surprise me this month and to be honest I kind of was like yeah yeah And I'm happier than I've ever been in my whole life a month later. So God certainly did surprise me. Um, But a lot of that Christmas has been the intentionality. And so the past few weeks we've kind of talked about uh, being intentional with gift giving, being intentional with um, your time and the parties you spend, and being intentional with other things. But I want to talk about being intentional the day of Christmas. Um, Or whenever you're going to celebrate with those close to you. On Friday night, I had the Christmas party with my closest friends. Um, It's such a solid group of people who love Jesus so fearlessly, and it's just so beautiful. Uh, I kind of want to get emotional talking about them, but um, I want to encourage you guys, be intentional. When you give a gift, don't just have them rip it open and move on to the next gift. Take the time. Be intentional about sharing why you bought that person that gift or what resonated within you. Um, we all went around 
and we each opened a gift, and then we shared who it was from and what it meant to us, and that was a really beautiful thing to see um, the heart and intent behind gifts, even if it's a gift card, just knowing that that person thought of you and cared about you enough to get that um, and make a point just for you. How special is that? I also want to make the point of, in that, really, as you're wrapping the gifts, as you're shopping, because I'm sure a lot of you, if you're listening to this, you're probably last minute shopping, be intentional with what you get. Pray and ask God, what can I get this person that will help them feel most loved? Because this is really a season, this is a season about love from the creator and the origin of love itself. And this is a chance to pour out that love upon somebody. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be a $2 item, but mean a million dollars to someone else. Also, I want to encourage write a note or pour your heart out to them verbally. Share with them your heart and what they mean to you. I think life is way too short to keep things unsaid because you don't know what it might mean to have that said to you or for you to say that to somebody, but they might need that exact thing. That you're going to say. And I don't think you can ever say too much about pouring out in love. I don't think love is something that you can overdose on. I don't think love is something that um, you can pour out enough. I think it's meaningful. I think it matters. And I think it's God-honoring. And so if it's worthy, it's true, and it's honorable, then say it if it's done in love. Um, I really want to encourage you guys to, on Tuesday morning or whenever you have your Christmas, just take moments to just really take it in. Um, Turn your phones off. Put them on do not disturb. Put them on the counter. Forget about your phones for the day and really focus on the people you're around in front of because there will be time to answer that text message or tweet a photo or do an Instagram later. But really taking that time to be present is a gift in itself and really thoughtfully focused on those around you. We live in an age where, you know, growing up, our parents would have the camcorders and the Polaroids, and they were wonderful, and we have those, but they weren't distracting from the here and now. But now, we've got these phones that they don't just take pictures. They do everything. And that can take away a lot from being present. And I kind of think it's a wonderful thing when your phone's put down and you haven't touched it like at all that day because you're focusing on other people and you're focusing on what you're doing in that moment. Um, Also, food. Um, Make a point to bless somebody with food if you can, whether you have to buy it or make it. I think food is love and I think food is a point to really make people feel special. So whether it's a good dessert that you can make or Christmas waffles or a special holiday eggnog, I think that it really brings people together and makes them feel um, warm inside and special and remembered. And I think being thoughtful about perhaps a favorite food is never never a bad thing to do. And um, lastly, I want to just encourage, pour in time with your relatives. It can be hard at times with certain relatives to really want to spend time around them can be a chore and it can feel like just the last thing you want to do but taking that time out to really um, focus on them and love on them is something you won't regret later on who knows how long 
or how many Christmases your grandparents might have left to your parents and making that time for them really is a blessing to them and I bet you you'll get something out of it yourself so there's a blessing in that even if it's hard or even if there's scars and pain and really allowing the Holy Spirit to come and enter in and work through you how he would see fit so pouring into somebody the way they need or loving on somebody the way they need or getting it back from them learning some wisdom from a grandparent or how to make the world's best sauerkraut (laughs) or something can be just such a truly something valuable and lovely so don't miss out on that opportunity because you might not get it again And I don't know about y'all, but there's just something about being nostalgic in the moment. And that is something that has happened to me countless times this season. And that's a kind of a foreign concept to a lot of people. But I look at it that you're taking in the moment and you're being nostalgic in that one day you're going to look back on that very moment. And things will have changed and people will have moved away. But you had that moment to enjoy and cherish and relish in it. And what a blessing is that. So take a moment, as I've said over and over this month, to ponder those things and love on those things and enjoy those things. And perhaps it's just my heart kind of knowing that things will change a lot in the next year. But really cherish this time because it is blessed. And it's about the birth of Christ. And it's about loving him and loving each other. Because Jesus said himself, the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord and make him the God of your heart. And then to love each other as you would love yourself and as I have loved you. And to think about that, that's what we get to do at Christmas. We get to love other people the way he's loved us. Even if they don't have the capacity to do it back. Perhaps I am just too much of Cinderella for my own good. But I think of when she meets the prince in the woods. And he asks how she's treated. And she says, they treat me the best that they are able. And what that really means. And what that means is even though they were so cruel to her, she still saw the good in them. Because she saw that they did the best that they could do with what they were able. And I think if we change our scopes to not expect what we give in return back, but rather see that if they give something, even if it's just a smile, that that's something that they were able to give, then we're more blessed and we appreciate them more. So I hope you all have a very merry and blessed Christmas. I will have one more podcast. Um, about New Year's and a non-cliche New Year's resolution plan. Um, I will be traveling, which I am blessed about and excited about, um, to distant lands, no, to my um, favorite place in the world, the Midwest, so I'm happy about that. But I'm praying for each and every one of you to have a blessed Christmas. You know, I'm going to pray right now. Dear Lord, thank you for this Christmas season. Thank you for the unexpected glistening snow. Thank you for the breath of fresh air. Thank you for the freedom this season gives. 
Thank you for the promise and hope of Christmas and the promise and hope of renewal and a new year to come. Thank you for reflecting back on the mercies and the graces that you've had in this past year. Thank you for how we've grown and we've learned. Thank you for how we can see you in each and every turn of our lives. Lord, thank you for friends that feel closer than family. Thank you for family that endures and brings us the reminder of loving. And Lord, thank you for being our Savior each and every day without waiver. Lord, we praise you, we glorify you, and we hope that this birthday is very blessed. In your name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas, y'all. Hey, and welcome to the Dear Sparrows Podcast 2019 edition. So this is kind of a late run. Um, I had a lot of fun in the Midwest, and I wasn't able to record a podcast, but that's okay. Um, So Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everybody had a really beautiful Christmas, an intentional Christmas, and really special New Year's as well. I was blessed. I got to spend it with family in my favorite place in the world, and I got to go to my nest, which if you have been a listener of the podcast or you know me personally, probably the top thing that I'm going to talk about um, when asked about my favorite things probably will be this little nest that is out. It's about a three-mile hike from my aunt's house in Minnesota, and she lives in Eden Prairie. And so I had the opportunity to spend a few days um, out there and it was really fun and so one morning it was like eight degrees so it was warm (laughs) and I I took my little hike over there and um, I've also been left with this great little subtle accent that I acquired when I was living there and was able to slightly like disassemble a bit Um, but it's back because you know I think I'm just gonna blame all the time with my dad so my dad's from Marathon, Wisconsin, and he never lost his accent, and then we were both out there, so sorry for this podcast being very Midwestern, but <laughs> I I digress. Anyway, so I was able to go to my nest, and um, I just laid there, and it was just such a blessing, and so today's podcast is kind of about um, New Year, but not doing New Year's resolutions. Um, so on, I got to walk over to my nest and I just, I just laid there for a while and yeah, it was like eight, nine degrees, but I felt so warm and I just, I watched the birds, um, walk up and down the trees. So there's a lot of woodpeckers and I saw them walk up and down the trees around the nest and that was just so cool. And I thought about how birds, they don't, they don't exactly have a concept of time, you know? Um, they have a concept of season, and they are able to fly free because they God takes care of them. He He provides the food for them. He provides the shelter for them. He makes sure they're taken care of. So, you know, it's nine degrees outside, and they're fine, and they can they can live free, and and just concept of of living in that freedom, and that freedom that comes from the Lord. And really looking at, instead of doing a New Year's resolution, because there's some statistic, and everyone's heard the statistic, that, you know, by February, nobody's going to be going to the gym. Nobody's going to be eating healthy. Nobody's going to be doing, you know, their New Year's resolution. But really, us as Christians, not thinking so much New Year, and not the whole New Year, New Me, but really looking at, where am I seasonally? And that might not be, New Year's might not have been your season break. And 
just as the birds, they know the season and they trust and they follow God during that season. And that's the cool thing is we can do that too. You know, he talks about, God does in in Matthew, how the hairs on our head are numbered and how he protects and he looks out for the birds. So if he protects and looks out for the birds, how much more will he look out for us? You know, and that was kind of the, the brainchild of this podcast and and the call of this podcast, but looking at that and applying it to our seasons. And King Solomon, you know, he's the wisest king to have ever lived because he was given that gift. God came to him in a dream um, in First Kings and said, okay, anything you want, what do you want? And he said, I want wisdom. And so God granted him that wisdom. And um, in the course of that, and not many people actually realized I was in a dream, that God actually gave that to him and that whole conversation happened. Um, that's just a little trivia piece that was interesting. But, you know, in the course of it, so he's he's the writer of Ecclesiastes. He's the writer of Song of Songs. And he wrote a lot of the Psalms along with his dad um, and a lot of the Proverbs as well. Um, but anyway, he talks about in Ecclesiastes 3 how there's a time for everything and there's nothing new under the sun. And so we have this opportunity in this new year that some of us, this might be a season break. This might be a new season that you're walking into. For others, you're still in the season that you were in December 31st. You might still be there. But whenever you walk into your new season, I'm a firm believer that God will have a word for such a season. Um, So God has kind of had this pattern with me personally of words for the year. And I was talking to another friend, actually, at my birthday. I was blowing out my candles, and she was like, oh, what's your, what's your word for your year? And I thought about, oh, well, that's interesting, because I do it more on a calendar base rather than, you know, blowing out my candles on my birthday year thing. Um, but God is really keen on giving you a word if you ask him. And so in 2000, are we in 2019? Gosh, <laughs> sorry. In 2017, my word was vulnerable. And, and during through the course of that year, God made me very vulnerable to a lot of um, new things. That's when I wrote Dear Young Sparrow for the majority of it. Um, and I was very vulnerable in writing out a lot of the things that were hard to do. Um, last year was fulfillment. And wow, God fulfilled so much more than I could have asked for or imagined, honestly. Um, I think probably the greatest was just having really incredible community and fulfilling things in me personally, and fulfilling me as a person. Um, There's a lot of healing last year, and a lot of um, restoration, and just a lot of beauty that came. And this year, I have another word. I don't know if I'm going to share it over the air, but um, it's, God gave it to me pretty quickly. And I was talking to other people, and some people don't, and don't do the word thing, but I think, um, I think word and season is really big. And so I want to encourage um, y'all to, to look at, you know, go to God in prayer and ask the Lord, what is my word for this season? And where am I in this season? Because you might still have a leg to go in your season where you are, or this might be a brand new season that you're walking into. But if you hold firm to that word and you hold firm to the hand of God, He's going to blow your mind with the things he's doing. He's going to blow your mind with the beauty of these new adventures he's taking you through. And, um, and there's a beauty in finding the balance of living in now 
and living in the future as well. And I had the beautiful opportunity to see just honestly one of my best friends in the world, Shannon. You know, you guys know Shannon. She's been on the podcast before. Um, and Shannon is just such a light. And I wish you guys could know her more personally. But, um, but one of the things I admire most about Shannon is she has this beautiful way of living in the present now, but also looking forward to the future with God and aligning with him and his word and in the spirit um, to have that proper balance. And that is a balance that I think in any season is to be desired and to be achieved. And she's one of the best um, at handling that. And and I guess to give proper examples, so she, um, and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing it, but she seasonally has gone through transition with her job. And so she has walked through a season where she trusted God and him moving her literally states away and um, to walk into this new adventure. But she trusted him in the now, but she's also trusting him in the future, that he's going to provide, that he is going to open a door of opportunity for her job-wise. And seeing the grace and faith that she's walked out in that is just stunning and it's inspiring. Um, Because there will be times where God... He's working on something in you right now, but that work in the present is for future use. But it's in that enjoying the now and embracing the now, even if the now doesn't look like what you want it to look like, letting the now be where you stand and you stand firm in God and you absorb all of the beauty that there is to absorb in the now, you get to carry that into the future. But also keeping our eyes, you know, set ahead for the things God has next. And that is a beauty in that you get to enjoy the present and you get to enjoy the future. And really you get to reflect upon the past as well. And, you know, seasonally, and I think at New Year's we kind of kind of go through this um, state then where we're looking at the year we just lived. We're looking at where we are now probably full of cookies and cheese and feeling kind of sweaty. And we get to look at the year ahead and the things that we hope and plan to do. And so instead of a new New Year's resolution, carrying that word and carrying that faith that wherever God has you now, that it's setting you up to the future. And what he's done in the past has gotten you where you are now. And you might not be where you want to be right now. You might feel really frustrated. You might feel down. You might feel distant from God, but it's never too late to work on that relationship with God. It's never too late to um, work on becoming the person that he made you to be. So I just want to encourage you all to, I keep saying that, (laughs) but really just seeking God out in prayer and knowing that beauty lies ahead truly and fully because there are beautiful things to come ahead. There are new seasons. And Joel 2 talks about that. Joel 2 talks about the new wine um, that comes forward in the new seasons and the time of restoration. And you might be in a season right now that's pretty rough, that you're being refined, that the fires are heavy in refinement, but there's a new season and a glorious season to come. But it's really in embracing where you are right now and working through it and doing that hard work that the fulfilling reward is even better. But you got to be vulnerable 
to what he's doing right now in that. Or maybe you're in the reward season and God's going to surprise you daily and you'll look back and you will be so glad that you waited and that you tried hard and you fought and you trusted him because God's leading the way. And we often forget that. But trusting and being content in the present, but hopeful for the future. Because there's always hope for our future. Romans 8.28 is such a coffee mug verse, but it's so true. It takes the things even meant for our harm and uses them for our good. And when we trust those things to him, we get to see how he does bring beautiful things. And that's not to say that trusting God or becoming a Christian or being a Christian will always feel like it's sunshine and daisies but it is a promise that he will be faithful to walk through those fires with us he will be faithful to love us he will be faithful to grow us but we have to be willing to show up we have to be willing to um, follow him even when it's hard and willing to trust that there is a beauty that lies ahead in that so whatever season you're in if this is a new season If you are in the middle of a season or you're finishing up a season, walk in this season, be faithful, be hopeful, and hold firm to a word. Ask God what your word is. Um, I always test the word by, you know, first God will give it to you. Then you got to test it in the word of God. Make sure that that is firm and secure scripturally. And that is because what God will say to you will never go against scripture. Um, and I always pray for an outside source too, that someone will say something to me, whether it's a brother and sister in Christ, or I'll hear it on TV or it'd be on the license plate or something real off the wall where it shouldn't be because God has domain over everything. Um, we're really testing that so you can hold firm in that word and you can rely on it. It can be, um, a stone that you step on when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling like hey, is this word still our word for the season? You can stand on that word. So ditch the New Year's resolution and trust that he's got something for you and seasonally. Be like a bird and just trust and fly free. I I don't know. Maybe it's my INFP in me um, being a little too free, but I was wondering the other day if if we really did just trust God and we just let go if we could like just truly be as free as the birds without worry or burden and live as free as they do because I often wonder if that's why they can float they can fly is because they just they have that freedom in them um and that's a bit capricious but I think I think metaphorically it's a truth and we can live as free as the birds knowing that our father is going to protect us and keep us under his wing but we have to choose to let him And we have to show up to allow them to. So I'm praying for you all this year, looking for feedback, um, looking for series that you would like to hear. So just let me know. Um, And I'll be working on that. It's going to be a good year. Might start vlogging a bit. I don't know. You guys have to let me know what you think about that. Because that is scary. But vulnerable is not the word for this year. (laughs) Oh, I was uh, Never mind. Uh, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for... Um, loyal listeners who are listening. I'm thankful for every week getting new listeners and um, they're here to hear you, Lord, not me. Lord, I pray that you would bless each and every one of them and I pray that you would give them a word for their season 
they would be given new direction and guidance um, and just come into your light and your love. Lord, you are so good and kind to us, and we just praise and thank your holy name for 2018, and we thank you for just the budding vibrance um, and the promise that is to behold in 2019. Thank you for all these years that you have given us and for the years to come. We pray that it would glorify you, Lord, like fields in spring, Lord, to glorify you. In your name we pray. Amen. Bye, guys.